I'm ready whenever you are. I've been recording for about three minutes now. Whole time. <laughs> I should have assumed. <laughs> I totally should have assumed. You know that just, I will be recording. <laughs> you, you just record anything that even comes up. You're just like, I think I'm going to sit down in front of the computer today and just start recording. That's how you get all your, your Sea of Thieves clips. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. That's right. So thank God for that 20 minute uh, DVR buffer <laughs> in. Uh, <laughs> GeForce now. Oh God, that sounds, sounds <laughs> that's, so nice. That's what it's all about, man. I twenty minute that's buffer. Crazy. Oh man. I yeah. I'm gonna have to upgrade my whole my whole computer at this point because I was I did some digging, and they're all like, oh yeah, if you have uh, if you have the R5 Aurora from Alienware, the highest graph CPU is this, and I'm like, that's the one I have. And they're like, oh. So I was like, "Well, what about graphics card?" And they're like, "Yeah, the power supply is not gonna not gonna cut it. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to upgrade everything." And I was like, "Dig it!" Oops. But I mean, it's <laughs> it's still a good system. I can still play everything on high, so it's it's not like an it's yeah not yeah. a need. But I think that's kind of why I've been so. It's a it want. It is a want, but it's a very expensive want. It's a it's a much more than a five hundred dollar <laughs> want at this point. Right. Um. But yeah, but do you need that if you're getting an Xbox Series X? You can just hook it up to your monitor yeah. even, and have uh, games in 4K and uh, with the velocity architecture, the SSD, and all that great stuff. Yeah. 60 frames up to 120, uh, 120 frames well, a second. So that's the that's the funny thing. Like I've been I've been like going through all of my electronics on my monitors my tvs my computer like i've been going through everything and i'm like can i really capitalize on any of the junk that i want to buy this year and that's a good question <laughs> yeah in truth <laughs> no i can't capitalize on all of it but is that going to stop me no probably not of course so, not. No, uh, no. Yeah, like my TV only goes up to 60 hertz, but it's a 4K, so it'll take advantage of, of pretty much everything that a, a X1X or, or a 1X or a Series X will, will give me. And then I've got yep. one computer monitor that is 4K 60, and but not HDR. And then I've got my other monitor, which is 1080 at 75 and doesn't have HDR. And I'm like, man... I am okay. such a cheap bastard when it comes to electronics. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I have a 4K TV. I have no idea if it does 120 hertz. No even idea. If you, even if it... I hope it does, but even if it only does 60, I'm yeah, fine Yeah, 60 is still pretty good. I mean, the, the biggest thing I think is for everyone is like, do you have the the HDMI like configuration like i think it's i think it's 2.1 i've been looking up usb port numbers and and hdmi port numbers so much that i've been confusing if it's either 2.1 or 3.1 i can't remember but yeah i've just been i've been absolutely just trying to like rack my brain on on okay what are my options what what's going to be the best bet like should i do mm -hmm. that so um but i wanted to i wanted to talk to you because for one it's feel like it's been a while since we've gotten a chance to actually chat uh, I think the last time we did was July when we did the uh, I think the you're Xbox right. event. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, following Player One podcast, I've kind of kept up with with your your going ons and whatnot. But you ended up getting both consoles, and I, I yeah. really got to know because I I, I want to know the reasoning 
for the for the PS5. I can understand the Xbox, but <laughs> give give me the give me the the hard sell on the PS5 because I just don't I don't find the the reason for it right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm an early adopter in general on a lot of things, not just video game hardware. You know, I got the first model of iPhone back in the day, the iPad back in the day. Like, I really get excited about technology. So, uh, especially video games, because that's, you know, one of my uh, big hobbies. But um, I think it's all about Sony's exclusives, really, and not even the ones that are coming at launch. It's the ones that are coming down the road (laughs) in the launch window and beyond. It's Ratchet and Clank. Uh, is a very big reason, mm-hmm. you know. I uh, I did not buy a PS3 at launch back uh, when that launched, partially because I couldn't get one at launch. Right. But uh, I picked one up specifically because Ratchet and Clank was coming to PS3. But it- and so when they announced Ratchet and Clank and showed that off for PS5, I was like, well, I have to get a PS5, and why not have it at launch anyway? Like, it's not really going to make much sense if it if that game comes out within the first six months to really wait so that's 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 why i picked up a ps5 okay and i uh i like the sony exclusives they do great stuff some of my favorite games have been uh sony exclusives they really they really do see that's see that's i think it's funny because um one of the things I wanted to talk to you for one, I wanted to kind of bash on Sony because I think they've been making some stupid moves and and I wanted to call them out on that. But I I have I'm looking at the the boxes that I have next to my next to my PS4 and they're all top notch games that I capitalized on skipping out on the first you know the first two thirds of the generation I guess would be a good way to explain it. You know, whenever Spider Man bundle came out, that mm-hmm. was when I was like two hundred bucks and I get a Spider Man game done. So I, <laughs> right. I'm the, the, the reason I ask is because I'm looking at PS, PS5 and I'm thinking about all the games that I've been enjoying from their library. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I want more Horizon. I want more Spider-Man. I want more God of War. Um, I'm not going to do Demon Souls. I'm not that I'm not that that hardcore. Uh, and the yep. what was the other one that was the I'm not into the racing game. I'm not going to b- bother with that. There was another one. That was a scary one. What was a scary one that was supposed to be coming out around that time? Am I making that up? Mm. I think I'm making that up. I don't know. Because Resident Evil Village is uh, yeah. one they've shown off a bunch. It wasn't, wasn't Village, although... I don't recall another scary one. I'm totally one. not going to play that either. I can't remember what it was. Why do I... I had this weird, weird sense in my mind that there was something that was supposed to be coming, but it doesn't matter. I, w- I wasn't going to... It's not Sackboy, is it? <laughs> it's, it's Sackboy, right? <laughs> <laughs> destruction all-stars is just scary that we don't know anything about that game and it comes I out know, at launch yeah. <laughs> god sack boy um god no i can't remember <laughs> but yeah so I was, I was looking at the lineup and i'm like well okay so miles is uh so sony's always been saying about they they want their clear generation i think every everyone on anyone that has a podcast yeah. just stated this that they've they've totally backtracked on that and they're releasing they they realize how many PS4s are out yeah. there and how many the, how many PS5s they'll be able to put out. So they're making a PS4 version of Miles Morales. So in my head, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I'll I'll just pick up Miles Morales, uh, you know, later on when it's not fifty dollars and it's more like thirty dollars, which I would consider more of what that cost of that game would would be if I were to buy it normally. Um, 
Sure. And then Sackboy, I don't have any I don't have any allegiance to Sackboy because I've never played one of those games. So <laughs> it, no. to me, it always looked kind of silly. I never <laughs> understood Little Big Planet either. I, I still don't know what that game's about. Um, and then I was thinking about Ratchet mm. and Clank, and I was like, "Well, that's great." I still haven't played the remake of of the PS4 version. Oh, such a good game! It's such a good yeah. game. You gotta you gotta I, play well, that. I have it. That's the thing is, like, I started it and it was fun, <laughs> but then I was like, oh, "Okay, well, this yeah. is cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop in God of War." And then I played God of War for a little bit, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pop in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. And then I played. So I have all these games like waiting for me right uh-huh. now, you know, and I'm and I'm ready for those. So when I see Ratchet and Clank, I'm like, "That's cool." I feel like I want to play the first one though, so I can get my bearings on the world. Cause I don't really know the characters that well. Right. right, right way right. more like Sly Cooper. Yeah. But yeah. And I think, uh, in, in the new one anyway, it looks like they're revisiting a lot of old ground, uh, in terms of enemies and set pieces. And, uh, so you may need a little bit of context, but I think the new one can be enjoyed even if you've never, never played a ratchet before I played all of yeah. them. <laughs> I've always, I've always loved on PS2 and BNB. And those, those speak to me so much too, because like those, those like 3D platformers back in the heydays, like Spyro and Crash, and yeah, Ratchet and Sly Cooper, like those were my jam. Like I love those. So seeing this, I'm like, that, yeah. that it looks awesome. It looks like it really capitalizes on the power that the that the PS5 is going to have. I just, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if I, I know I can hold off on that one for right now. That's like the one main draw because I still haven't even finished yeah. Spider-Man yet. And, and finding out that the, that the PS5 ultimate edition doesn't carry the save over. I was just like, well, right. I'm, I'm like, I'm, yeah, that's unfortunate. I'm already a third <laughs> into the Spider-Man game. I don't want to start over again just because, you know, cool graphics. So that. Once I found out about that, I was like, okay, well, that's another, that's another con in the, in the pro con list of why I would want a a PS5. And then they, they come out and they say, okay, well, Horizon Zero Dawn is going to have a PS4 version or no Forbidden West, right? I think it's Forbidden West. Yes. Um, Yes, yes, yes. So Horizon Forbidden West is going to have a PS4 version and that's coming out in 2021. I'm like, okay, well, I still got a perfectly good PS4. That's going to be great. And then they teased God of War and I was like, God of War's coming out in 2021. That game is not that old. Yeah. That's like a three-year-old make right there. Like it's gotta be in the same world, roughly the same world. It's got it's probably gonna look very similar to, to the original remake of God of War or the reboot, whatever you want to call it. And um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At, at at this point, Sony has stated that they're gonna look to to support the PS4 for at least two to three more years. And I'm like, cool. So God of War is going to be coming to PS4 then. Why would they why would they not at this point if they know they can't out But don't you want to play the best version of uh of the game and I don't, I don't know. know. To me part of it is I I'm going to want to play whatever the best version is at the highest frame rate or have the best experience with whatever it is. I don't want to you know get the PS4 version of So that's <laughs> of those of those games. That, I cannot totally understand why somebody would. Sure, absolutely, especially since you just fairly recently bought a PS4. So I can totally understand it from that perspective. For sure. That's the that's the perspective I think I'm coming from. Is for one, after all this research, I realized I'm a cheap bastard and I have not invested in the monitors that would take advantage of these beautiful games. 
And two, right. I, I, I already have a perfectly good PS4 here that I know that they're going to support. So yeah. I, I, I literally feel. But, but let me, let me bring okay. this up. You recently bought an Xbox One yes. X, correct? Yes. In the summer. So, but you are, correct me if I'm wrong, buying an Xbox Series X yes. as well. Oh, I want to dive into that in a little bit, but go ahead. <laughs> so we're yeah I, is that not the same and not a similar um, thing so there's there's two reasons why and i think there's a little information that's being left out here the the one x that i bought was a 300 dollars <laughs> system that came with a 70 dollars uh-huh. collector's edition or limited edition cyberpunk controller the system itself right. is a limited edition itself it came with cyberpunk which at this point is a $60 game plus the first DLC, whatever cost that is. So realistically, I probably paid closer to $200 subtracting the value of right. what, what I get with the actual system. So when I look at that and then I look at like the, the PS4 that I picked up a year earlier uh, for, for just for Spider-Man, then it's, it's, it's about the same it's about the same cost in my mind where i'm like you know i could i'm i'm at the point now where i want to get into next gen because i want the speed Mm -hmm. and i want to dive into this a little bit a little bit later too but i want to get the speed and the the benefit of of what the hardware for the series x is offering that my one x can't because you and i both know the pains of not playing sea of thieves on an ssd like it's it's rough it's super rough Um, and if I'm going to play it, I want to be able to play it on SSD. I I bought a flash drive recently for my, for my Xbox one X to try and test out, like, can I hook up a flash drive, format it and throw sea of thieves on there to see if the loading times improve. And I've been testing it out on my PC and so far I haven't seen the improvements on my PC. So I'm going to wipe it, throw it on the, on the, the one X and test it out and see how that works out. Cause I want to have both Xboxes running at the same time or not at the same time, but in, in connection to each other. Like I want to be able to swap from one room to the other and have an Xbox present, uh, kind of like yeah, my switch. Yeah, I've yeah. got a couple docks hanging around in the different, in, in the different TVs on the different TVs around my area. But w- when I get down to it, it, it it's one of those things where like I, I would love to get into a PS5, but everything they're saying, you know, Final Fantasy is on PC. Okay, I can play it on PC. You know, uh, Demon Souls, I'm not going to play. It's too hard for me. Um, every other first party game that they're t- that they've announced that is is coming to PS5 is coming to PS4 as well. Uh, you know, with with a couple right. exceptions, I think I think Demon Souls and I think you know sans more information about god of war uh are the only things that that for sure are coming to ps5 that we don't know if they're coming to ps4 later on but i i was just i was just looking at the craziness that is going on with sony right now like they've stated uh pre-orders aren't going to be a surprise they were a total surprise uh they stated that generations Mm -hmm. matter generations don't matter as long as the money's there and i'm wondering um as as someone who dives into every every console you 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 got your you got your hands in just about every console pie that there is um at this point how do you feel about the question that we talked about forever ago when we were talking about 
what can Xbox do to win over Sony? And and I'm wondering, like, how do you feel about that? Because it, it, well, I, actually, I'll just leave it at that. I, I'm curious to know how you feel about like that. Now that we've kind of seen like the pre-orders, the release dates, the debacles, the 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 crash servers, like everything that's happened. How do you feel Xbox is going to win over PS4, <laughs> PS5 uh, players? Uh, I th- I still think it's a very uphill battle, um, especially because Halo Infinite got delayed. Yeah, like I think uh, I think that makes it even tougher. I think then as Microsoft, you have to lean on the multi-platform games being the best on Xbox Series X, if that is indeed the case, which I assume it is. Yeah. Uh, but I guess Digital Foundry will will do the ultimate test on on that, yeah. right? You have to sort of lean on those multi-platform games, make sure the best version is on the Xbox Series X. You have to, I think you do have to sort of mine the back catalog of Xbox One games um, and show PlayStation players what they've been missing out this generation, right? Mm-hmm. Like... There, there maybe aren't a ton of games that will lure PlayStation gamers away, but you know, even things like the Master Chief Collection, um, Sea of Thieves, Gears of War, like those might be, depending on what the upgrades are and how they look. And of course, those are all on Game Pass too. Like that may help to woo some playstation cameras over but i i think it's a very tough thing because once you're in the ecosystem for one of these platforms and you have an established friends list and uh trophies or achievements on a particular platform it's hard to turn your back on that and switch to a different ecosystem it's very much i think like ios and android now where you know, and it wasn't at the start of this generation. It wasn't like that at all. Where I think uh, now, even more so, it's you know, with games being backwards compatible on everything, and a lot of games having you know free upgrades or uh, upgrades, like a lot of the things come with you. So, are you going to stay in the PlayStation ecosystem, or are you stay in the Xbox ecosystem, or are you going to add the fact that uh, Microsoft has the Xbox Series X? Or are you going to because that's cheaper? Are you going to say, hey, maybe I could be a uh, multi-console owner now? Um, yeah. You know, I think it's a, it's a hard question for, for Microsoft. Like, I think they're sort of trying to go all out on all, all fronts, really. Like, uh, especially the move to get EA Play as part of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, that's a big move right there. And... You know, I'm sure we'll talk about the Bethesda purchase as well. Like that's another big move, and um, you know, getting other third-party games into Game Pass if they can do that for the holidays, that's going to be big too. Because probably the Series S and the Series X are going to come with three months at least of Game Pass, so you're going to have like sort of a built-in game library there. They got to lean on. They got to lean on that and say that this is the best this is the best place to play your multi-platform games you have an instant game collection in uh in game pass ultimate and uh we're cheaper than like if you buy the series s uh you know it's only 299 or 
yeah, $299. It's going to be tough, though. I, I think it's a very tough thing. You know, and you and you and I are sort of in the Xbox ecosystem because of Sea of Thieves. Like, from a, the perspective of somebody who's all in on PlayStation, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's a very difficult question. I'm sure they don't want to switch. I'm sure they're used to having The Last of Us and Spider Man and uh, Days Gone and uh, you know Horizons Your Dawn and uh, all of the great sort of Sony series that have come out like. They're used to that. Yeah. So is Sea of Thieves going to be something they even want? Is Halo something uh, that's still still relevant to them? I'm. Is there anything they can't play on PlayStation al- already? Like uh, Sony put out this PS Plus collection thing that they're giving uh, PS Plus subscribers a bunch of first party games for free. So, like, what impact does that have on? Uh, PlayStation loyalists do do everybody who has a, is buying a PS5 already have all of those games. I don't know. So that's that's really the the thing. Like I, I'm I've been trying to rack my brain about what it is about Sony that has been drawing people so much because I I in my head the way I look at the three consoles is I've got Sony PlayStation. They are like uh the they are like the steak dinner they are the the high-end restaurant that you take a a really high profile date or business person to like you want to impress them and you take them out to a really nice restaurant you get a full three-course meal it looks really the presentation's amazing it the taste is is succulent like it's a it's really great and you get that but you only do it like once once every few months, maybe, you know, depends on depends on what they've got on the menu at the time. You know, if you unless it's someplace that specifically has like something to order. And then I look at Nintendo and I think Nintendo has got really good food and they're portable and they 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 just they have the weird quirks and they tend to be really stubborn about certain things. But you really love them. So when I think about them as like a food thing, it's like they are like. A, a food truck you know they they've got a good reputation <laughs> everyone loves them they go everywhere they've got a really good menu and you know them they put a little twist on it once in a while but you still like it it's still something that you go to and you can call them up and find out where they are and you just kind of follow around that food truck and then i look right. at microsoft and i'm like well what the hell is microsoft and then it, it hit me the other day when I was thinking about Game Pass and just how much has been on Game Pass. And I'm like, Game Pass is Microsoft. And Microsoft is like a yeah. Vegas buffet. Like they've got everything. Now, granted, it's not going to be like the best of, of everything. You know, you're not going to get the best sushi at a, at a Vegas buffet. You're not going to get the best lobster or the best steak. But if you want to go over and grab some sushi and then you go over and you get a steak like you could do that and then you can head over and get mom's meatloaf and then you've got some salad like you you can get some ice cream later on like if if they if you think it chances are that buffet's probably got it huh. so i'm thinking like microsoft is like the buffet for for games it's it's a little bit of everything yeah. not the best not the worst but a little bit of everything something to to kind of wet your whistles to to you know feed your belly and 
when I think about what draws in a, a, a PlayStation gamer, it has to be just the, the, the loyalty, the desire to want to be in that world where everything you play is a 10. And mm-hmm. as I keep looking at this system and thinking about what they're saying, what they're doing, what they're offering, it's like they're, they're telling me that I'm going to have a really great uh, lineup in the future. And I just, I, I just don't see it. Like I know that the, but wasn't that not also the case when the switch, when the switch launched, so many people were like, Oh my God, all it has is Zelda. Like, why would I want this, this console? It's just got Zelda. You got to like, think a little further down the road, like the first year. Mm -hmm. Right. And Nintendo did a really good job before the switch came out in sort of reassuring us that, the first year was going to be filled with software. You know, uh, Zelda came out on launch day, and then we also had Snipper Clips, and then we had Mario Kart, and you had ARMS, and then Splatoon 2, and then, you know, uh, Mario Odyssey kind of rounded out that first year. It's like, that's a pretty good year. That's a pretty good launch line up there when you look at everything sort of in total, right? Yeah. Um, then, I think then- the same sort of situation is is happening here, where on launch day... <laughs> For PS5, you got Miles Morales and Spider-Man, right? And you kind of have to like look a year down the line and hope that Sony will actually hit those okay. dates. And who knows in the sort of age of COVID if they actually will. I, I, but I see uh, what you're saying. You're saying that's that's it had that. But then after you talk about Mario, then they had Bayonetta one and two, and then a long pause, mm-hmm. and then they had Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. And then they had a long pause and then they had Yoshi's uh, crafted world. And then they had a long pause and then they're like Kirby all, all stars. And then they had a long pause and it was like, they didn't, they didn't quite have the, 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 the great hits that they did for, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it really wasn't until uh, Xenoblade Chronicles two, I think that year that everyone was like jumping on games like what came out in the second year you know the xenoblade chronicles 2 was first year. oh that's right it was it was december December, first year (laughs) it was after mario odyssey it was so the first but the first year was really good but then the second year really didn't capitalize on like it didn't follow up like we wanted metroid we wanted uh more breath of the wild wow uh we wanted bayonetta 3 we still haven't seen any of that Logan, you just, you want everything. I want a good, I want to, <laughs> look, look you're, if you're going to take me out to a really nice dinner, I want to know that that's, that that's not just a, a, a way to get to my heart in the first year. Now, right, right, so, right. But when I look at, you know, when I look at, at Microsoft, I've been listening to what they've been saying. They want convenience. They want gamers to be first. They want us to find value in their ecosystem. And the way they've been proving that has been buying up a ton of companies. And they've been saying like, hey, just, you know, we don't haven't got a lot and it's not the best, but we're going to we're going to do something big with it. And for the last two years. Yeah, they've been showing this. They're like, "Hey, you know, we've we've got really good games that are that are kind of set up, and we're going to continue to make it up." And recently, with EA, they're going to bring all their 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 top sixty games coming to uh, Game Pass, which if is a great deal already. And now with Bethesda, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, you know what? I didn't notice my my best friend 
she was she was always there for me. She was great. She had a good time. We we always laughed. I never realized just how much I like my best friend. And that's it's like the love story that you fall in love with your best friend thing. And it's like you didn't realize what you had till it was there. And then, you know, it's like, but whereas right. it's like I'm I'm looking like Sony and, and Nintendo tend to be the woman in the red dress in the Matrix movie. You know, it's like the, it's a it's the thing that catches your eye and then you, you turn, you, you get a glimpse and you're like, cool, I like that. And then it's gone. And you're like, what happened? You're just sitting there in front of an agent. Um, I just I wanted to to try and get a good perspective because I just don't see the desire for what people are going for with the with the PS5. And at this point, the only thing that people can really point to is uh the 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 pedigree of the games that they've had in the past and and yeah. I, f- I feel like everything that's that's yeah, what it is i feel like every- and also platform lock-in it's it's also that sort of peer pressure right like if you have a friend group everybody plays on psn like if you play Fortnite or you play call of duty or you play like a, a big multiplayer game cross with play, friends cross play and you're on p you're and you're on PlayStation, <laughs> right? Now this is crossplay, sure. Uh, <laughs> like you're probably likely to stay there, right? Like unless you have like a really compelling case on why why somebody should spend, you know, three hundred to five hundred dollars to switch ecosystems, and then also turn your back on all the trophies you've earned on the other platform. Like you have to have a really compelling case. I think you really I, do. I, I do agree. I think the I think the thing that I'm noticing when I'm when as you're talking about this is I have zero value in gamer score trophies and the thing that Nintendo would do if Nintendo actually did a thing. Um I I because <laughs> you're not wrong. You're you're not wrong one bit. Every podcast that I listen to for PlayStation, they always like the word trophy comes out of their mouth or or platinum comes out of their mouth at least yeah. once during that entire episode doesn't matter which one i listen to i can generally find someone say something about the word platinum and i'm like my god they are hung up of course on this whole platinum system um so i i, I guess that's yeah. what it is i guess i'm just not buying into the into the achievement score probably because i missed out on that generation of of consoles yeah but you know like a couple of years ago when forza horizon 4 and crackdown three and um sea of thieves i think was at this too there was an e3 where they announced a bunch of games uh and they announced xbox play anywhere they announced the whole like cross play across xbox and pc Mm -hmm. and at the time i was like why are they doing this like because this isn't going to sell them xbox consoles and it sort of makes no sense but in the context of what they're sort of building up to or what they have built up to over the past, you know, three years, like it starts to make a whole lot of sense. Like, and you know, you having just bought an Xbox one X and uh, a series X are going to see this. It's like being able to go from the PC to the Xbox and pick up your save and, uh, have it work across platform and uh, on PC anyway, even across ecosystems with Microsoft releasing a lot of their games on Steam and elsewhere, right? Um, it's a big thing. To me, That's a, that right there is a compelling reason why you should switch into the Xbox ecosystem. It's just that ability, the cross-save ability well, th- is a huge feature for me. 
person. Yeah. And and let's <laughs> not even counting like XCloud and game streaming, like because I'm on because I'm an iOS user, I don't even get a chance to take advantage oh, of that. God. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, there's a lot of advantages in what Microsoft has been setting up since that time they announced Xbox Play Anywhere. And at the time, anyway, I was like, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand why they were doing that. But now, seeing everything, all all of the 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 pieces have moved on the chessboard mm. over the past three years, and it makes sense, right? It didn't make sense at the time, but now it does. This is the long con that they've been that they've been like leading up to. That is just it's been absolutely amazing to watch kind of unfold, and it really. It makes me feel good for investing so much of my life into Sea of Thieves because I see, I see that I'm now working in an ecosystem with a community that is rooted in a system uh, led by people who are are legitimately dedicated to bringing the best gaming experience, but also the the most consumer yeah. friendly experience to a console that I have seen. I haven't seen this. I don't think ever. I don't think I've ever seen anyone just be like, oh, yeah, you know what? We're going to try and make sure that all of your cross save or all of your saves work across all of our hardware that you can stream anywhere that you can play all of our games day one with uh, Game Pass. Like it's in, and like I wanted to bring this up as a as a, a soon to be owner of a PS5. When it comes to third-party games, uh, if if you're looking at anything yeah. that's not first-party, a lot of companies are going to be moving to this seventy-dollar price point. And I, you know, I feel bad for for Canada because they're they're looking at even higher prices for no reason in Australia too. So when I look at Game Pass, like, wouldn't it be better? If most of these games are multiplayer, they're going to be supported on Game Pass. You're going to want to you're you're going to get your value out of out of it out of that for a year. Say a year is uh one hundred and eighty dollars for for fifteen bucks a month. Um, two seventy dollar games yep. is or two and a half seventy dollar games is is the cost of Game Pass a year. So it, yeah. if if you if those games end up on Game Pass. And and you can play them there. Like you would be, you'd be. I'm gonna be honest. You'd, you'd be really stupid to not have, not spend that money on Game Pass unless you're a collector. So that's what I wanted to to bring up because th- this is one of those things where I've seen you buy into Game Pass because you you recognize that it's a value. But like, how do you convince someone yeah. who is a collector of the the hardware? And they're having to shell out the extra money for uh, a, a CD drive, especially on PS5. You have to spend a hundred dollars for for a system yeah. just to get a, a, a Blu-ray player uh, in a in a in a tray. And, like, how do you convince someone that Game Pass is worth it for for the collector for the hardcore? Like, at what point do they finally take notice and be like, "Holy crap, Bethesda is on Game Pass"? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it's a, the culmination of uh, a lot of the moves that Microsoft has been making, and we won't see that for another year or more, right? Because they did buy all the all of these studios, but a lot of the output from those studios, we're, we're sort of seeing the remnants of some of it, like Bleeding Edge, you know, was in production or was in development before Microsoft bought um, 
before Microsoft bought them in theory. Yeah. And then like uh, Obsidian, like Grounded was the thing they were working on before Microsoft bought them, right? Like, so we're sort of seeing like the the stuff that those studios were working on before beforehand. Like we're not seeing like the big new stuff that's going to come later, yeah. right? And this is sort of, as I was saying before, like the chess pieces, it's not all played out yet. Mm-hmm. Right. We're Microsoft knows, I'm sure, what things are coming down the line um, that we'll have in a year or two or three or four. Right. But uh, and at that point, I think, you know, if you have a big exclusive, uh, whether that's Starfield from Bethesda or something like then, uh, you know, people might take more notice i don't know like i think i think it's a different question because you're asking sort of about the physical game buyer like how are people going to be converted to digital and i think that's a very slow process like there are a lot of people who still trade in games gamestop and find that to be the only way that they can fund getting new games and that's a perfectly valid strategy you know, yeah. as a gamer, like gaming, gaming is expensive, right? So having that disc drive and being able to bring all of your physical PS4 games or being able to trade in PS5 games is a big, big plus for them, right? So, but they may also be sold on Game Pass, uh, even even if they're uh, primarily a physical buyer, just because there's a lot of content on Game Pass and a lot of great content on Game Pass already. Uh, and I think there will only be more of that over the next three, four years. But, you know, a lot of the, a lot of that stuff we don't even know about yeah. yet. It's it's so interesting to me because I'm on one side. I do like having physical media for certain things. Like if I'm going to go out and buy anything for my PS4 because I came so late to the to the generation, everything's super cheap right now. So I mm. would happily spend a That's fraction true. of the the original retail price to to pick up uh, top quality games and just have them on the shelf for whenever I want to decide to pop into that. But for anything that's on like the PC or I mean, you know, when was the last time you you paid for a PC game physically? Like it just doesn't happen. Mm, <laughs> Twenty yeah. years. So <laughs> wait, when did Midtown Madness two come out? Uh, no, no clue. <laughs> abstain early 2000 abstain from that um <laughs> so but uh, i mean that that's another thing too because uh you know i have been buying digital games for 10 years at this point like at the end of the ps3 and xbox 360's uh lifespan i went all digital on those platforms and then ps4 and xbox one i don't have any physical games or may i might have like one or two mm-hmm. Um, same thing with 3ds all digital there, same thing with Vita, uh, same thing with switch. So, um, to me, like buying a $70 game digitally doesn't, I mean, it's not that big a leap. It's a leap still. And I'll probably buy fewer of those going forward, but, um, I, I, I'm sure that I will like if ratchet and clank is $70. Yes, I'll buy it. Hmm. Interesting. So like as an all digital person, um, how do you feel about the, the way that Xbox is marketing their expansion system? Like they've got their, their little MVME card that 
we still we still don't right. know what the price is on that thing, which still blows my mind. Um, I, I'm assuming <laughs> it's going to be around two hundred, two hundred and fifty dollars for a terabyte SSD. That that's that is that small. Um, how do you mm-hmm. feel knowing that you're all digital? Are you the type that generally just deletes something if you're not playing it and downloads it later when you when you are? Or do you like to kind of have everything on your hard drive at all times just in case? <laughs> I'm going to guess that you're the type of person that likes to have all the games on the hard drive just in case. With my with Is my PC, no. <laughs> with my Xbox, <laughs> no? I have a okay. I have an old uh, four terabyte that I hooked up, and I just I downloaded half a Game Pass on on the terabyte because a lot of it was stuff that I uh-huh. haven't played that I wanted to jump into. But on my PC, no, I've barely got any of my games installed on there. I will happily re-download those. Right, right, right. Um, same, same okay. here. Actually, on yeah, Steam and in Game Pass, I have a lot of games that uh, are not installed. Um, and it's the same for me on Xbox One X and One S. I have a One X and a One S in uh, in our house, so those both have one terabyte drives. And basically, I clean the fridge on those every so often. Like whenever there's a new game coming out, if I don't have enough space or if I'm getting to towards the ninety percent full range, I will delete something that's taking up a lot of space. Mm. Yeah, and currently the system for that is not great. You just have to like pick pick a game that you're not currently playing and delete it. Like uh, for me, that was Destiny Two and the Master Chief oh. Collection. I deleted those uh, fairly recently. I think I re-downloaded Destiny Two because you started you, playing it. You, I think the same with Master Chief Collection. Actually, I still I, <laughs> those are back on my drive. Yeah, <laughs> I need to I need to play through. I, I have plans to play through the Halo games because uh, I haven't played through them. I haven't played through one in forever probably since the original xbox yeah honestly and two Mm -hmm. i remember i played it but i don't remember anything about it so i want to play through that one and i've never played any of the other ones past (laughs) then except for reach recently which wow reach reach was a disappointment holy cow that was not that yeah that was not a fun i mean it was a fun game it was not a good game holy cow um that but that's one the people i know it's one of the ones that I don't like. get. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I don't understand. Like I played through it and I was yeah. like going through the story and I'm like, I don't care about these people. These people have zero, com- like zero interest in my mind. I-, I can barely remember their names and you're killing them off and I'm supposed to feel something about that. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. So <laughs> sorry, spoilers. Yeah, But I, I mean, I uh, currently, even on the switch, I delete games. Uh, the switch actually has a really good, system for doing that like when you go into managed software it shows you like the last time you played something yeah and it it sorts by the last time you played something and file size so if you haven't played something in over a year and it's taking up 15 gig on your card maybe it's time to archive that yeah. and uh, re-download it later if you absolutely have to and so far anyway like the xbox doesn't really have a system that's great for that uh i'm hoping that we'd get something better than what's currently there. And it'd be great if the PS5 had something like that too, because PS5 only has an 825 gig hard drive. So yeah, I still, even less I still don't even understand that. Why did they come up with that number? I hope that is just like, 
I hope it's a terabyte and I hope that the number that they give you is the actual size of the hard drive that you can use just for games and that it doesn't factor into the size of uh, the the OS and stuff that they have in there. That would be surprising and a nice a nice surprise to to have to to deal with because no, it's not eight it's not eight hundred twenty five gigs of usable space. No, <sighs> the OS takes some space off of that. The reason they have it as eight twenty five is sort of like a it's like a memory bandwidth thing that optimizes uh, the data transfer speed from the hard drive to everything else so wow yeah that's <laughs> it's not 825 usable gigs oh no my God. okay so <laughs> i wanted to I, I linked you the um i linked you the the youtube xbox channel yeah the reason for it is i wanted to see if you take a look um it's 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 kind of messy but I was I was thinking about it the other day because I, I have Xbox for notifications so that when something pops up on their channel, I usually get a peek at it to, to see like what's going on. And lately, mm-hmm. the thing that I've been noticing is there's there's two different mindsets. PlayStation has been showing a lot of gameplay and cinematic trailers for the for the games that are coming to the console and everyone really appreciates the actual gameplay. We really haven't seen any gameplay for any games for Xbox, because to be perfectly honest, there isn't any games coming launch for the Xbox. Exclusive. Yeah, frame. exclusive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the thing that I wanted to, to, to bring up is the videos that are coming out from Xbox really showcase off the, the features of the system. And it kind of goes back to the idea yeah. of, of what is selling us on this generation. Like, is it the games? Is it the hardware? And I feel like both companies are taking uh, a different opposite approaches because uh what was it yesterday um xbox released a 45 second video i don't it seems so dumb to put a 45 second video on youtube just talking about the share button on the controller and i'm going to be honest it sold me i mean i was already kind of sold but it, really? it, it it made me want that stupid share button because it works just like the switch's share button where you, you hit the button and it takes a snap. Uh, you hold it down and it takes a clip. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. I love that with my switch. It's one of the best things. The thing that sucks about the switch's version is that it isn't across every single game. Some games don't have that functionality built into it. And I hate that because there's some games that I really want mm. that. With Xbox, I imagine it's a it's an OS level feature it should just work across everything. So I'm excited for that because as someone who loves digging into gametography, I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing photos that I can get, you know, when I'm when I'm quickly swapping weapons on Destiny 2 to to get a really beautiful photo of the of the actual um, skybox that they built in that game or, you know, something really cool in Sea of Thieves or something, yeah. you know, uh, who knows what. It, but it, it generally like that sold me. And then I I think about like beforehand, they showed uh, a, a minute 47 video on the Xbox Series S quick resume trailer. And and I was like, mm-hmm. this is the S's quick resume. We've already seen like the 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 <laughs> quick resume on that. And then is it four days ago, they did an Xbox Series S load times trailer. And it was just the load times between uh, a 1S and a Series S for Outer Worlds. and. The more I yeah. keep thinking about it, the more I keep realizing it's like Xbox is dedicating most of their time 
outside of promoting the the games that they want to showcase for for game pass and things like that telling you about your system in in a very subtle way like in a way that most people probably aren't paying attention to one because we already know what, what's going on but two in a, in something that isn't a big flashy showcase so have you noticed this is this something that has caught caught your attention absolutely um because like you i like to take screenshots uh a lot and it's funny it kind of goes back to your conversation with jay pizzle where he was saying like uh on the current xbox one you have to time pressing you have to press the xbox uh the xbox button on the controller and then press y to take a screenshot and you have it's delayed mm-hmm. right so you have to do it at just the right time <laughs> and that that was one of my frustrations early on in the sea of thieves because it did have that delay you had to learn how to <laughs> deal with that lag right and i that's the one thing that this kind of I'm not sure. I'm. I actually have to watch the video again. I'm not sure if it shows whether there is lag or not. Um, but uh, this this is something that I'm very interested in. I'm a person who takes a lot of screenshots on the Switch, takes a lot of screenshots on the PC. I take a lot of screenshots on PS5 or PS4 as well. I imagine that'll extend to PS5. Yeah. Um, and I actually on PS4, you can set up your share button to work like it does on the Switch and on the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, series X as well. Like you can switch the function where it's tapped to do a screenshot and hold to do a video. That's something I didn't. It's not. I. It's not. It's not set up that way by default for some reason. I don't know yeah, why. That's because I haven't. I haven't messed around with that because that's just not. It's not something that I knew you could do because that's one of the problems that I've had. Is yeah. You know, I hit the share button and it pulls open a window, and then I have to decide like either or situation i can't really i can't make that that judgment yeah um but that is one thing on the ps5 we are probably going to hear about because that that dual sense controller has the create button yeah it's like what that replaces the share button what is what is create what does that mean yeah how is that different <laughs> right so i'm sure i'm sure we'll f- we'll find out i mean the interesting thing in the new way to share video that xbox put out it looks like you can take a screenshot and then either use your console to edit it and, and share it out to social networks or also do that via the Xbox mobile app as well, which is nice. Like they have sort of done that, but it, there was always like a weird lag between when those shares would show up on the mm-hmm. mobile app. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was always frustrating. I, I've, I don't think I've actually ever shared anything on Xbox natively in inside the system. It's always been, you know, from some other uh piece of software or uploaded to dropbox or something like that like (laughs) so that when i was taking screenshots on the console that's one thing that i i have i like i did see uh that like I've, i've messed around with that a little bit for sure and and it's not too bad but it's definitely not as straightforward as like the switches version was the the concept of a create button to me i hope that that suggests that we are that we're going to get something even better than share i'm hoping that sony takes takes it a step further and lets you set up a stream uh lets you um edit Mm -hmm. things or send it to an app so that you can you can tweak it or uh allows you to to kind of pull in other people's photography you know 
if, if you're going to have something like create, like really, really like give me the opportunity to stream it to YouTube or to Twitch or to, I guess those are the two main ones. I won't go into Facebook gaming, but mm. you know, give us options <laughs> uh, to, to be able to, to do what we want and, and really have some more control over yeah. it. Some really good photo editing uh, features would be nice as well too. Um, I do. I do think that the videos like what Xbox has put up are going to, eventually come out on ps i'm sony's gonna put those out on their youtube channel i'm sure um they just haven't yet for whatever reason yeah that's the crazy thing <laughs> but i'm sure they I, will. I still have no clue how any of my ps4 library is going to transfer over to the ps5 like if, if they just said it's gonna work i'd be happy because at least that that would make me feel better about you know, picking up a digital version over like a like a physical version because at this point I feel I almost have to get the physical version, which I'm I'm not looking forward to. I'm probably going to do it in like a year when I know for sure what's going on with uh, God of War. But I've I've got these PS4 games, and unless I sit down and be like, all right, Logan, 2021 is it. You're going to sit down. You're going to play through all of these PS4 games that you picked up. <laughs> I really can't see myself getting a, a, a digital version as much as I would love to. I would love to save the money on that. I just, I don't know that I could let go of that, even though I know I'm still going to have the PS4 right here. It's still going to be available for me. So it's, right. that mm. it's a hard, it's a hard decision that I think a lot of people are having to go into. Um, we've, we've already hit the point where, we know the prices. I wanted to dive into uh, your Xbox experience with picking up the the pre-order for that because I think you and I both managed to get two, right? I only got, uh, oh, Xbox. Yes. Uh, yes, I got two. So how was your experience compared <laughs> yes. to the PS4? <laughs> uh, you mean PS5? Or, yeah, sorry, the PS5 version. Like how, how was your, your pre-order experience over the last month or week? God, can't think. It was not. It was not great. But then again, I have sat in lines for Apple hardware uh, <laughs> for hours <laughs> in front of stores. So, like, was it better than that? Yes, significantly better than that. But was it like the best online pre-order uh, situation that I've ever seen? No, of course not. Like they said, the pre-orders would be up at eight a.m. And they were at a couple places, but those then those sites immediately went down. Mm. <laughs> so, so I wasn't able to put in an order at Microsoft until a half hour or an hour uh, in. It was like almost nine mm -hmm. uh, before I got mine uh, in with the Microsoft store. How do you? How did your? Did you do uh, the Microsoft yeah, store? Yeah. So well? I I got up at about seven thirty. Um, cup of coffee sat down pulled up as many windows as i could went to wario 64 and waited had i had everything yep. prepped last night like all my all my accounts were settled all my shipping addresses were settled like everything was 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 good and as soon as uh, i started i started refreshing pages everything was kind of just in in its normal moment and then walmart went live and I tried to pre-order through them and I kept having to like refresh the page because it kept telling me it was sold out. And I'm like, it just started. It's not sold out. Just give me a give me a system. Right. <laughs> and I kept trying with them. And then Target went live and their pre-order button was broken. 
Uh, so that was that was entertaining. Yep. And then I started trying on uh, Microsoft and then I started to notice that the refresh was taking a little bit longer. So I was like, oh, OK, all right, I see what's going on here. And I managed to get one selected uh, and then I was in I was in shopping cart hell for about 15 minutes while I I'd like I would back yeah. up and then I would click the shopping cart and it would be like you've already picked up one for this household and I'm like no just give me the shopping cart and then it wouldn't load um and I eventually got <laughs> one through Walmart just I felt like I was brute I felt like I was brute forcing a firewall dude it was in, it was ridiculous <laughs> like I felt like a hacker man I was like sitting there I was like ah oh, they're fighting back against me they're throwing rabbit viruses at me and I'm trying to I'm trying to use number munchers to get through it like it was insane trying to get this from Walmart, but I finally got one pre-ordered through Walmart and then they took out a huge chunk of cash out of my card. So I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, hope that's there when I cancel. And, uh, you gotta have the pre-authorization. Yeah. 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 And, um, after a while I sat there and I was like, okay, I got one. I don't feel comfortable with Walmart. They got me my cyberpunk. So I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable enough with them, but I would, I would feel better if I had a backup. So I went and I, and I kept going through Microsoft and Microsoft finally gave me uh, a pre-order and I was, I felt good. And at this point I'm best buy had still not gone live. And I think Amazon mm -hmm. was just coming on line and it was absolutely insane. But everyone I saw it, it, like rolling out, cause I was up, uh, I was up past midnight last night and trying to get things set up. And I noticed everyone in the UK was all like, I got one, I got one, or I didn't get one. What is going on? You know, and, <laughs> it, and it felt like the whole world was going through this wave of like websites opening up pre-orders and crashing and then people getting some and then not getting some. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, well, you know, as the sun rose, like waves of internet went out and it was kind of entertaining. So yeah, I, I, I'm, Completely. I'm holding on to the two. I had a very similar experience uh, to you at Microsoft um, because my, yeah, I was stuck on basically like choosing the the version yes. of the system that I wanted and going to the cart. And it's like it wouldn't go to the cart for a long, long time. And then somebody on Twitter, not Wario, uh, posted a different link that I clicked through and I was able to check out immediately through that link and not, not the way that I had oh been going. God. Uh, so that was the only way that I, I got that. Uh, and then when Amazon went up, I just pre-ordered another one at Amazon just in mm -hmm. case, just as a backup. But you know, one of those will be canceled before the 10th of November. So that was a, that, yeah. it was such an interesting thing. And so, okay. Stress level. It was it was not better than the PS5 really process really? by the way. Okay. No, so my PS5 experience was you know things they didn't have a particular time that things would go live. So uh Walmart went up first and I didn't try to get one at Walmart. Then Target went up and I did try to get one at Target. So I'd put the all digital edition in my cart, go to checkout. And it would say, oh, you know, as a courtesy, we've taken this out of your cart. Your cart's empty now. What are you going to do it's about it? Very nice of them. <laughs> so I would 
is very nice of them. So I put it back in my cart and go to the checkout. They'd be like, oh, your cart's empty. We've taken the previous <laughs> item. We've taken it out of your cart for you. So <laughs> there was a lot of that. And then I finally got to the point where I was putting in my credit card security code because they have to verify that again for some oh, reason. Man. And I I hit checkout or it wouldn't it wouldn't even let it wouldn't verify there's like a separate button for verify security code so i did that and then it's like oh your cart's empty we took the item out of your cart and it's like what <laughs> was the the last step and you took this thing out of my cart i had it and then i never got to that point again i never got to this oh my God. <laughs> the, the point where i was putting in my shipping and billing info so, how'd so you get one? uh that didn't work at all so then i best buy went live so i tried best uh. buy Again, digital edition, and those were a lot scarcer than, than the disc edition. And it was a similar story where I got it in the cart, uh, got to the cart screen, hit the checkout button, and the website would just spin and spin and spin and never showed me any oh checkout screen. So for an hour and a half, two hours... I was pressing the checkout button <laughs> on Festify's website with nothing happening, just spins and spins and spins. It was in my cart, but they would not let me check uh, out for whatever reason. And then finally, <laughs> Amazon had started putting like individual games for a PS5 up. So I figured they were probably going to put up hardware pretty soon after so i like constantly refreshed wario 64's twitter feed <laughs> and got that sort of uh backdoor button into getting a ps5 digital edition into my cart and immediately hit buy like didn't even look at the shipping information or any of that stuff immediately hit the button and got a digital edition through amazon and of course a day after the day after the that happened uh amazon sent an email to everybody who got orders for ps5s in um that maybe they wouldn't be able to fulfill them all oh, uh, on launch day so there's that so i don't know if i'm actually going to get a ps5 on launch day or not but i have a system in the process of uh you know it, it's ordered it's just whether or not i'm going to get it at launch i guess now, so like i mean the fervor for getting new hardware is always exciting um say you get your playstation 5 and you set it up yeah you you jump on there and you get logged in you download anything you need to do you have like a game that's going to be your go-to game to test out like how this loads and how it feels and all that good jazz that'll probably be spider-man it'll probably be miles morales mm, to go with that yeah. one straight away then that's probably probably be that one okay. yeah and maybe some uh backwards compatible ps4 games now i know you're i know you generally play sea of thieves on your pc right now do you feel like this the series yeah. x is going to be like is that going to be good enough to to kind of draw you back over to console because i know you still play with your controller um do, you, do. do you think that the speed and the quality are going to be on par with your PC or better or worse? I hope so. <laughs> I hope it's on par. <laughs> you know, because I play I play Sea of Thieves on PC and it's 60 frames a second. It's got the S I've got the SSD. I've got it installed on there. So it's faster loading. And I hope it can at least I mean I think 
I think there's no question it can at least do mm-hmm. that, right? So uh, the question for me then becomes uh, about clip recording and uh, screenshots, because I do take a lot of screenshots and a lot of clips and tweet them out uh, of things that happened. And on the PC, I can have like a rolling 20-minute archive of what happened. So I can get into a battle between two galleons and after it's all over, hit the button and it has saved the whole engagement. Yeah. Right. Whereas on Xbox right now, it only does two up to two minutes mm. of, uh, of your gameplay. PS4 actually does, I think 15 minutes. Think so, yeah. Uh, so I hope it's extended on, on the, uh, Xbox series X, but, I guess that's a that's sort of a minor thing. I I really would like to go back to playing in front of a television though. Like if I could, I would want that experience. Is it, so again. I'm I'm curious because I I I've played in front of my TV for a bit, but the distance between the couch and the TV is such that I always find myself like grabbing the the TV stand that's on these these nice little carpet shifter things. I don't even know what they're called, but I can I can essentially grab the the anything in my house and move it fairly easily because of these things. So I, I always end up pulling this TV because mm-hmm. it's a 15 inch and I think it's like a 10 foot wide room. Uh, I always end up pulling it closer, but I always feel like I'm I'm like having to make a sacrifice and and with uh like when I'm sitting down, like I don't feel like I have as quick a reaction time compared to you know the the two to three feet that I'm that I get when I'm sitting in front of like my computer monitor. Like, do you, do you notice any kind of delay now that you've been playing between like your PC and your, your TV? Uh, well on the Xbox one X, yeah, it only runs 30 frames a second. So I do notice a difference. Uh, definitely. It feels like I'm reacting slower to things currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also get motion sickness going back to it on 30 frames a second, which is weird because I played it for a long time on console in 30 frames a second oh, wow. and uh, had no problems with it. And I, I wonder if part of that is just because I, my sensitivity settings are set up for the PC and I wonder if it translates differently when it's running 30 frames a second on an Xbox One X than on PC when I'm 60 frames a second. So, uh, interesting. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think that'll hopefully the 60 frames a second, if it can, if it can hit that or go even higher, like I hope that'll sort of uh, mitigate any sort of um, slow response feeling that uh, the game has currently on console. Cause I agree with you. Like when I go back to play it on the Xbox, it does not feel as snappy as it does uh, playing on PC. And I'm not exactly sure why. Yeah. But I think frame rate has some some things to do with that. That's a great point. I hadn't even considered that, but you're you're probably nailing it on the head with with uh, with the frame rate. It, it's it's something that does differentiate between when I'm playing on PC and when I'm playing on the console, which is generally why I tend to gravitate towards my my PC. I guess that's kind of my hope with the Series X is that I'll feel that parity between the systems. Finally, I'll finally have that, that opportunity I can yeah. access. All the all the great games that are available on the console version of the of Game Pass, but at the at the frame rate at the speed that I'm expecting when I'm playing PC, uh, just on a bigger screen. Um, God, I hope that's the case. That's that's kind of the 
the dream that I've kind of built in my head, you know, the, the justification for the, for the purchase at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. So you, you got a series X pre-order. What's the first game you're playing on the series X? It's that isn't named sea of Thieves. probably going to be destiny Two. Cause well, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's probably going to be destiny Two Cause the, the, uh, beyond lights coming out same day as, as the system is. And I, I'm looking forward to that. I've been enjoying the content. In fact, Game, Pay, uh, Game Pass just got um, Forsaken and uh, what's the other one called? Oh, I just blinked on it. There's the there's the Moon one and there's the one where Cade dies. I can't remember what they're called offhand, but Taken King. No, no. I feel like I should know really. this anyway. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get hell for that. I'm sure later whoever listens to this and plays with me is gonna gonna make fun of me for that. But um, yeah, so game Game Pass has got Destiny now. Um, I'll probably still pick up uh, Beyond Light for PC because I kind of like having the ability to swap between systems, and they haven't given us like the ability to cross generate or cross platforms yeah. with their expansions which i absolutely hate bungie you bastards um so i'll probably play that and sea of thieves because i think those are the two that are going to really capitalize on the load times and the ray tracing because i i'm still 100 yeah. percent in the mindset that sea of thieves is getting ray tracing i have no proof other than <laughs> yeah I, I wish i could point to it other than hope hope, <laughs> hope is guiding hope. me at this point your proof um, is hope but yeah, yeah those are the, those are the two that i think are going to be awesome for for xbox fans uh especially if you're if you're a destiny player if you love bungie and stuff i think i think playing on the series x is going to be the best console experience that you can offer or can get offered uh i haven't seen that's a weird thing too yeah. with with sony they have been so hard on for their first party titles they haven't talked about any of the stuff that's coming through third party content that i've seen or even heard from right. other places so when i think about like when when anyone talks about the playstation 5's lineup they're always like well spider-man uh they've got uh, demon souls and they've got destruction derby or, or the the racing one um, and then there, it's like on to the next first yeah. party titles with Microsoft. They're like, yeah, we bought Bethesda. So anything they have is coming to game pass <laughs> on there. And also EA is coming on there. Plus we still have all of our first party content that's coming on there. And I guess if you wanted to play anything yeah. from, I don't know, Xbox one or Xbox 360, those will be there too. So really just what you want, whatever you pick a game and you can play it that's that's our thing play play what you want right and then i mean they did show in the partner showcase or the the sh ps5 showcase that they had they showed off devil may cry 5 five nights at freddy's which might have been the scary game you're oh of. yeah that's what uh, it was Hogwarts legacy oh yeah and Hogwarts. uh oh. call of duty they, they showed off call of duty so i mean i think that's fair a lot for a lot of third-party stuff it's just gonna i mean yeah, we'll have to see. That's a fair point. You bring up <laughs> you, you you actually bring up some things that I forgot about too. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't remembered that they they kind of leaning into Fortnite and Call of Duty for their multiplayer. Fortnite, um, yeah, man, that Fortnite's going to be huge. I mean, it's huge anyway, but it's going to be huge on these two oh, consoles. Yeah. I'm sure people are going to play a lot of Fortnite. Totally, and the in the the graphics that they're showing with the ray tracing and stuff looks amazing. That game looks better than it ever did. Um, I just wish I absolutely. I wish I could yeah. get over the if if they could just if they could just make a mode 
for idiots where I could sit there and play the game that doesn't have the the damn building. I would play the hell out of that game because it just, it looks great. Um, (laughs) but yeah, uh, the, oh man, I didn't even remember about the, the Hogwarts, um, game that everyone keeps calling Harry Potter, but Harry Potter's not even in it. Um, that, that coming to, cause that was one of the other games that they showed off that they're like, Hogwarts is coming to PS five. And I'm like, is it coming to PS5 or is it coming to everything and you're just the ones that are talking about it? And they're like, it's coming to PS5. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 uh, I got to find out about that. And then I found out it's coming to everything else. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just I'll save it for PC or Xbox and not have to worry about it. That was one more thing that was on my checklist of like reasons why I don't need to get a PS5 right away. Um, so, man. I mm. I'm looking forward to what Sony comes out with. Like what are the next big games that are coming out for Sony with horizon forbidden West and, uh, and, and God of war Ragnarok, like whatever those are, I'm in, I'm sold. I will, I will definitely yeah. eat those up. I may just have to hold off on a PS five until I see, I see something that I can't get. And at the moment, everything else they have it, I can get on anything else. I have it on PC. I can get it on it's Xbox. True. So, I mean, I feel, I honestly kind of feel bad because they have the games that I want, but they, they're, they're supporting me regardless, which I appreciate because it's, it saves me the money. Um, it's just, it's not as good of a value as like, as game passes. And I think that's the hang up. Right. Um, yeah. Was there anything that, that you've seen with this uh with 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 this kind of pre-launch generation rollout that makes you long for e3 because i know (laughs) i know you like having e3 because it's a fun kind of event to see people i know you don't like going to them anymore Mm -hmm. but how did this year that's not okay okay that's not true (laughs) how do you feel about let me let me ask this then how do you feel about e3 uh in 2019 compared to 2020 and what do you hope comes for 2021 Uh, i mean i want e3 back like (laughs) honestly i I mean i don't know how you feel about it but i really did like having new game announcements consolidated into a one-week stretch Mm -hmm. uh where we sort of knew when everything was going to happen right like the fact that this year we didn't get the console game like the console hardware prices until September feels like (laughs) it feels wrong (laughs) somehow. Right. Like, and that we had all these weird Jeff Keighley streams that announced things just at any time. It just felt so disorganized and weird. Like I didn't, I, I wasn't as big of a fan of that. Uh, when every, like, it was one thing when Nintendo does it, where there's a Nintendo direct or a Nintendo partner director, indie director, whatever. And those are sort of sprinkled throughout the year. But when everybody does a digital presentation, like every week of the year, it just feels weird. See, that's, and I can't keep up with a lot of it. That's a, it's so funny because I feel like everyone kind of realized that, while it's cool that there's news going on all summer, it's also really exhausting to try and remember what ha- yeah. what's been said and like ba- starting back in May 
like trying to remember the games that were shown off at Xbox when they said that Valhalla was going to get more gameplay in the in the May thing as yep. opposed to the April announcement and then trying to keep up with what Sony had and what uh, Nintendo wasn't saying and then what Xbox had said like I I'm honestly I'm kind of with you and and coming from someone who's never gotten to go to an E3 I would love to actually go to an E3 and experience yeah. it even though everyone seems to to like the, i would say the general consensus is a lot of people were like nah, e3 should be gone and i'm like should it though because i still kind of like the concept i love this big celebration yeah. of of games and yeah the the company that's running e3 may not be doing the smartest things uh depending on you know who you talk to and what what articles they they commission but um at the end of the day you know i like the idea of there being big conferences with lots of lots of excitement and announcements even if the announcements are a year or two off it's still kind of cool to have these these really big moments and and be like oh yeah you remember you remember space world 2002 or you know like <laughs> there's all these like you can call back to those and like how are we going to call back to 2020 when we talk about stuff it was like well it was a I know mishmash yeah. of everything. And for some reason, Jeff managed to sneak his way into being the spokesperson for Sony somehow. And we're not sure how. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm looking forward to the launches of the, the, the consoles. I think now is the hardest time when we know everything. Uh, the pre-orders are in, the games are announced, the the dates are set, and now we just have to play that waiting game. I think this is going to be the hardest point. I don't know what anyone's going to do in October to, to pass the time, but if if you got ideas, feel free to let me know. Because at this point, I've got Sea of Thieves, uh, Mario All-Stars. Um, yeah, Mario All-Stars. I, I do love Mario All-Stars. I've been, there you I've, go have you did you uh ever ever play pikmin 3 you probably didn't no i didn't you. yeah that's another one i haven't that's another yeah, one pikmin 3 is like, good but i only ever played the first one so i have no clue like what what did they change like i'm seeing pikmin in pikmin 3 and i'm like i don't know what the hell that pikmin does it it's a, <laughs> it looks like a rock uh you don't need to have played you don't need to have played the other two to enjoy the heck out of pikmin 3 it's sort of its own game, and I I never really played a whole lot of the first two, but I uh, played and finished the third one. It's great. Is it worth sixty dollars? Uh, that's well, I don't know. That's up to you. <laughs> well, I don't know because I haven't I haven't I've only ever played the first. Like I bought the first one at at fifty. Yeah, maybe they'll do a demo. Maybe they'll do a demo. That'd be I don't nice. know. Uh, well, yeah, I'm sure towards the when it towards the launch of it some people do videos and you'll get a better understanding of what the gameplay is but i really enjoyed that game on the wii u i enjoyed a lot of games on the wii u the wii u is a very underrated console yeah yeah i think the hardware was its biggest misgiving uh if if you don't if you take out take out the marketing like that's the funny thing like i feel like companies really it comes down to the marketing like the system could be you know i look at like the vita everyone raves about the vita i never even heard of the damn thing until after it was dead uh and i still confuse it between (laughs) it and the whatever the other one was the psp 
yeah psp no clue yeah. what the different difference was but i know they're two separate things and i knew i knew one came up before the other the marketing was not there and i wasn't paying attention so it didn't penetrate my my peripheral vision uh to catch my attention but same thing with the wii u like i felt like the wii u is an attachment for the wii yeah. and i hated hated the concept of the wii so i definitely wasn't going to buy into the wii u but if someone told me like <laughs> the wii u is its own thing it just has a tablet i'd be like oh uh all right well, i'll take a look at it but they never did that yeah um no they didn't oh, lots well. of different things but i think a lot of those games are back on yeah switch anyway that's a that's a whole getting a second whole life. another story uh between like <laughs> should these games be full price if nobody ever played them or has the the t- yes. <laughs> well the reason the answer to that is yes they well, should be so that's the thing like i i mean i feel like these games have been out a while if if they were good games then then they should never have dropped the price on the wii u they should have kept the, the price on that but you could buy a lot of these games for less on the wii u at the end of its lifespan they yeah, they did drop the price of Pikmin three down to I think twenty bucks. Yeah. So when I think when I think uh, of it, I think yeah. of it as a twenty dollar game. I don't think of it as a sixty dollar game. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, but if you didn't make your development budget back on it when it was on the Wii U or when it was twenty dollars, <laughs> true. I don't really find much fault in trying to, you know, squeeze a little more blood from that stone. So, so uh, that's the that's the. Th- in a thing port. like if they're if they're going to port it like why not say like okay well wii u titles because these are ported the the work's been done the development cost has been eaten we've made up that money with the cost of the with the with the the with selling the switch like the switch has made them enough money they don't need to make up the development they cost. didn't though they didn't though i mean they don't count that i mean <laughs> had separate lines in their in their books it's not the same it line it's not like oh well we made enough money on switch that uh i guess pikmin 3 doesn't have to make very much money that's not when that's not how i imagine they when, see when it. all is said and done though <laughs> when you look at market value market value dictates the 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 total value of that company though like that that is how much they're worth and they eat and, and uh, earn savings, and or they earn money, and they eat costs where they can. And they've they're a profitable company. I don't see why they need to justify development costs. If the game's good, it's good. If they sell it, then sell it for like forty bucks as a Wii U port, and keep. But nobody bought the Wii U. But people don't even know that it's a Wii U port. <laughs> <laughs> then why did they stick the Lux on every friggin' port that they put out <laughs> if they didn't want to distinguish the the difference between well if they didn't want to distinguish it they would call it pikmin 3 remastered true <laughs> pikmin 3 deluxe i think is a fine name where people aren't <laughs> going to necessarily know that it was out on the wii U. Uh, if they didn't pay any attention to Wii U stuff, maybe they it, I never paid attention to Wii U stuff, but. and I know this stuff is ports because I can at least listen to people <laughs> who've been around. So it's it's not like the 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 memory of that system has been erased, and no one remembers that those games were cheap. <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But um, for a lot of things, like Nintendo is its own sort of beast, right? Like what Microsoft and Sony wish they could do, Nintendo can do right because they're nintendo uh, in a lot of ways like it's because they've set that expectation that they're not going to sell it for 40 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever 
uh, when it's re-released. Yeah. The value, like they don't deeply discount their new releases like a month after they come out. Like they do things that other companies cannot oh, do. I, I think, P, I think <laughs> PlayStation's getting to that point. I think PlayStation's looking at what they got and what they can do. And they're, they're looking at their lineup and they're thinking, ah, yeah, $70. We could charge $70. We could charge $70 for a whole year and hell we'll buy an exclusive character for a game and force people onto our system. Like, I feel like they're starting to play a little closer to, to Nintendo's game than they are Microsoft's. And I think that's why I keep looking at that system thinking like, why do I need you? What is the thing that is going to going <laughs> to you are very anti PS right now? I am. I'm noticing right now. I am. <laughs> you are very anti Sony. And uh, I mean, in the end, it's all video games, yeah. right? And video games are fun for everybody. Like, I, tell, I don't know. I tell you what. I mean, I can't, I can't fault Sony. So like the price going up for games, like I can't, I just, I, I don't have too much issue with that. I mean, because with, with the games that are, are going to be that expensive, you can wait a month and it'll be cheaper for now that we know of. We don't know. This is a whole, yeah. whole new generation. Maybe not digitally, but, <laughs> but yeah. So I, I, yeah, that's definitely the situation that I'm in right now. I'm not a fan of Sony just based on their messaging and the, and the, the obvious, like, uh, they've only had like two showcases. They haven't, they haven't said anything. I really. think that's the problem that I'm running into <laughs> just like with my, so like right now, yeah. Nintendo, I have a problem with Nintendo too. They've been super quiet. They've, they've, uh, uh, unloaded a ton of really good news, but that come the, all those, all that good news comes with caveats. And I'm like, guys, you're not being straight with me about what, what's going on with your company. Why is it <laughs> six months like locked to, to a six month, uh, release schedule? Like, I just want to know, like I can buy Mario all-stars at any point. Like I'm willing to spend the money. I know you guys are not going to cheat, can't. but like they're they're i'm not happy with them the microsoft is being the and it kind of goes back to sea of thieves you know they're being upfront and honest with us they're being communicative and uh letting us know like what their plans are like xbox is is dropping these bombshells and they're like oh yeah and this is all the information you need to know about it uh going into the future and i'm like cool i have a i have an idea of what's going on I have an expectation of the value. I can assess the 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 ground and or the uh, the battlefield and see where where people are making mistakes and where things are going well. And if something's compelling from a, a, a game perspective, listen. If PS Five had Game Pass and Nintendo games, I would just buy a PS Five. I wouldn't even worry about it. If Nintendo had Game Pass, I'd probably spend a lot more time on my Switch. But until I see the value and the proper communication from these companies. It's really hard for me to want to give them my money. I mean, it's how would you feel if someone gave you all the information you needed to know about uh, a house and they told you all of the upfront costs plus the history that's been going on with the house and they said, this is the cost. This is what we're, we're expecting that you'll have to deal with in the future versus a house that you knew very little about. There was some conflicting information based on previous owners and the the uh, the the retail or the, the what is it called the the real estate agent, and you're sitting there looking at the cost and you're like, yeah. So what's going on with this? And they're like, uh, you know, we'll let you know. We'll let you know closer to when you're ready to sign. Like 
you'd, you'd be kind of sketched out by that. You, you're not, I, I imagine most people would probably be sketched out by that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, that's kind of how I feel right now. Am I crazy? Is that like a bad perspective to have? No, I mean, I think a lot of people do see it that way. Uh, I mean, I've been through enough system launches that you don't know jack about before <laughs> buying the thing. Uh, like before YouTube, all you had was screenshots to go <laughs> to go buy in magazines, like <laughs> with a lot of this stuff. And we still bought video game systems back then, not really knowing what this what is this thing going to look like. We still did it. <laughs> so, is it really that different now? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> it's just that the amount of information that we can get about games and systems and the amount of things that we want to know, like, do I want to see the OS on the PS5? Sure. But I, that's not hanging up my purchasing decision that they haven't shown it to me. So I can't buy it yet because of all these unknowns. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to roll with it <laughs> that's, and assume that it'll be good. A, when it comes that's out. a very interesting perspective. Um, I, I in in the age of WebMD, I feel like a lot of people have shifted their perspectives on what what their expectation for knowledge should be. Like we have so much knowledge readily available that it feels weird that we can't find out information about something, and that companies are being secretive about things uh, until a certain time. Yeah. Um, maybe that's just a, maybe that's just a generational thing. Like maybe, maybe I'm on the, on the cusp of pre-internet and post-internet that I just, I've kind of learned that some things I just accept and I don't need to know everything about it. And then other things I'm like, no, I kind of feel like I should know more about this going into this before, before, or I should be able to look up that information. (laughs) Um, yeah. Well, I can't think of anything else I can I can complain about right now. Give me a couple minutes and I might be able to think of something, but it, in that time maybe I should let you get going so we can uh I can get this posted up for everyone. Um was there anything that you wanted to to touch on before we before we get going though? No, I mean I think uh I'm excited about um launch week for these consoles like i think it's gonna be a very very interesting week you know only 48 hours between launches it's uh not a lot of time there between them and it'll just be interesting to see how everything goes from now like we uh, we still don't know everything really about either how either launch is gonna go (laughs) right so uh (laughs) i'm gonna have to Anything can happen at this point. Anything can and probably will happen. So I feel like we'll just have to see how it that's, goes. That's 2020. That's the motto for 2020. Anything can happen. Uh, Anything can and will happen. <laughs> well, I'll, very likely. I would love to get a chance to to dive into this. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we'll learn a little bit more in October about what the hell's going to happen with the system launch. Um, but hopefully we'll get a chance to, to do this again and kind of take a little bit of another, uh, peek at the situation when we hopefully have some, some more concrete evidence on what's going down. But, uh, thank you so much for, for short notice, jumping, jumping in with me to, to, to discuss this. Cause it was uh, something I've been wanting to do for a bit and I've been wanting to 
to wait until after the the Xbox pre-orders kind of get a good gauge on how everything went down. Um, but if badly <laughs> it went down badly i didn't think it was both platforms I didn't really think it was too bad for xbox <laughs> am i crazy i feel like i i feel like i got away pretty i mean easy. no it wasn't like <laughs> you know a year from now we're gonna look back on this and be like ah that wasn't a big deal at all <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> it's only a big deal in the moment it's only a big deal for that hour or two hours that i spent like refreshing best buys <laughs> website like <laughs> In the long run, it really isn't that big of an issue. Certainly, standing outside of an Apple store for seven hours for the iPhone 4 was a much larger inconvenience in my life. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, this was fine. (laughs) Also, the motto for 2020, this is fine. (laughs) This is fine. Exactly. Uh, Awesome. Well, uh, CJ, thank you so much. Um, If folks don't know where to get a hold of you, if they want to, you know, share their thoughts or or continue the discussion, um, what are some good ways that people can jump in to get your content? Well, I am on Twitter. Um, My handle is superpack. That's S U P E R P A C. Uh, I also host a podcast called the player one podcast. We're out uh, every week on Tuesdays. You can find out more about that at player one podcast.com. And uh, I, w- I definitely want to thank you, Logan, for having me on and uh, talking about this stuff uh, because it's, it's, it's been fun following these launches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, it's been a really good time to, to kind of capitalize on the zeitgeist behind you know, how everyone's feeling, who's thinking what's what, and, you know, how much money are people spending on electronics in, in this year? Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I can't wait to, to hear you guys on, on P1P. Um, thank you again so much for, for hanging out with me. Uh, we need to play some more Sea of Thieves uh, this, this soon because it's, it's been a while and I felt like, I feel like it's been at least four weeks since the last time we got to actually sail together which is a little unacceptable in my opinion but that's i i agree but anytime I know. anytime totally open let's let's do it after we're done okay. with this that sounds good <laughs> all right all right thanks logan thank you so much <laughs>